0: What's it called? Don't worry by Happy with Harry At. Uh, my podcast. My podcast. Hello everybody. Welcome to episode sixty-two. Thank you for tuning into my frequency, it's very much appreciated, I hope you've had a nice week, I've had a good week do you know what would make my week a little bit better, is if you left me a lovely review for this podcast, and which you're listening to on iTunes, I'd love that, I'd love that very much that was a pause for me waiting for you to do that <laughs> anyway I'll tell you this, this is a good thing that happened, so at the end of last week's episode I didn't plan it at all Well, I don't really plan much on this one. Well, that's true and I was waffling on about uh, a friend that has come back in my life because I stopped being a silly bastard and I got a message this lovely chap called George that listens to this big up George and he got in touch and said that me... Saying that I got back in touch with someone that life's too short to bother about nonsense made him get back in touch with someone that he'd lost touch with. How good's that? I'd be well chuffed with that. Well chuffed with that indeed. Can I ask you a question? So, no one answered me about helping me with an app. That's fine. You're all dead to me, but that is fine. The thing is, though, isn't it, like, podcasts, you, cause, you know sometimes when, like, I find if I have, like, chat with someone, you can sort of be your silly self, but in not it stuff, like, you don't know. Did you know that I was just joking then, isn't it? Sometimes, like, so obviously I was definitely joking then. But sometimes, because often things are lost in translation by text, but I was just wondering whether anything's lost in translation on this because you can't look into my pearly blues. I guess that's maybe it. If something is lost in translation on this, maybe someone would just go, well, this isn't the podcast for me, so then they'd just stop listening and then I'd never know that someone had thought something I said, they'd taken it seriously when it wasn't seriously. Yeah, but I think if people take you seriously, Harriet, then you're probably not the podcast for them. What do you mean? I think some of what I should, what I say, is serious enough. This is serious. We're well, not serious, but it would very much help my life if someone could help me with this. So now there are apps where you can sort of block yourself from social media. You can put yourself on like a time ban or something, and that is a great idea. But it just doesn't work for me. Here's what I need, and I'm hoping someone out in, out there can help me with this. So, social media is ruining my life. Like I'm I'm addicted to it. I waste hours on it. I don't want to be wasting hours on it. I find it toxic and poisonous. But I also need it for my job, as I've said many times. So, so those apps won't work for me. Because I need the forums on Facebook. Because I get gigs from them, right? So, is there such a thing where I can do something to my social media... And to to block me from looking at the homepage because that's it, isn't it? That's all the gossip and the nonsense is on the homepage. It's the only thing I can do to ban myself from the homepages. Because I, I just don't want no offence to you all if I'm friends with you on social media. But I don't want to look at anyone's nonsense. And it's not that I don't want to look at anyone's nonsense because I don't care about. Anyone. I care about lots of people. But I want to start getting back to communicating with people properly and and you know i get i get public transport so much and just look around and everyone's just glued to their front like we're we're just we've become robotic we've got no souls anymore and it makes me really sad and then because i'm doing upgrades and i thought about because they've brought out they've re-released the nokia 3310 remember the one with snake and I thought about getting that I think he's got internet still. But it's it's not gonna have much. Do you know what I mean? And I thought about getting that to but then it's one of them because I don't know whether it's that I'm genuinely addicted or so I'm justifying it by saying well I need it for work, but I genuinely believe that I do need like a lot of you know like fast internet and and stuff like that for So i just don't think it would really work for me which is a shame because yeah you just waste absolute absolute hours even like oh i wonder what the power rangers are up to now i didn't even wa- watch the power rangers and i'm and i'm looking at oh the ho have you read that it is weird so you know when you just get Lost in the k hole of bloody gossip. So, it I was reading this thing about um the curse of the Power Rangers. So that since the Power Rangers series, fifteen people that were in it have like sort of met their peril. Some have murdered. So many have died. So many have had heart attacks. That's weird, though, isn't it? That that many people. From something, I don't, I don't believe that something, something like Power Rangers. What like, there's not a curse on it. I think that's ludicrous. It's just obviously a very bad coincidence. But anyway, so, so yeah. Is there anyone that can do anything? Like maybe because i thought about putting blue tack. Ah, oh, I could do if I put blue tack. Over the, the home page. Would that work? Yeah, but you'd have to put blue tack every time you took your phone out your pocket. You put your blue tack on the yeah. There must be a simpler way than this. I th- I saw. I think it was Professor Green. Do you know what? Oh my God! I tell you a, a recommendation I've got is. Do you, have you heard of Scroobius Pip? His podcast, Destruction Pieces podcast, is brilliant. He's got such good guests on it. I'm a little bit sort of um, picky with it, uh, probably to my detriment. So I just listen to the ones with the guests I like. But because my brother recommended Adam Buxton's podcast and that's doing brilliantly and I listened to the Kathy Burke episode, but... I don't know I just uh, I don't know whether this is I know it's more my issue and it's a bad thing to say but I just find him a bit sort of posh and I, yeah I, I couldn't really I just couldn't get into his his way of um like presenting and hosting it and and I'm like, I know he does a cracking job. I was at a festival with him a couple of years ago and and the amount of people that turned up for his live podcast, like it, it's spectacular and he, does, and he does a wonderful job. It's just not my cup of tea. So I was, yeah, so so I've stumbled. So then, oh yeah, so, so my brother said that the Kathy Burke episode of that was really good. So then I Googled, because I just love Kathy Burke. I just think she's brilliant. I remember once I went for this um this auditioned to work on cruise ships as an entertainer, and everyone was were dancers, and and uh, the person asked us who our role models were, and everyone said Britney Spears, and I said Kathy Burke, and everyone no one even knew who she was, and I went, uh, okay, uh, Julie Walters then, do you know who she is? Everyone else was like Britney, Madonna. Anyway, uh, not that there's wrong with anything wrong with Brit. Wow, yeah, all the people in all the world. Anyway. So I googled podcasts with Cathy Burke. I think anything with Cathy Burke or Paloma Faith on is just absolutely hilarious. And sure enough, so a Destruction Pieces podcast came up and, and they he's interviewed Paloma Faith and Cathy Burke and the episodes were brilliant. And now sort of started listening to the other ones and Scrooby's Pimp's really interesting one anyway. These albums... Of uh, his album with Dan the Sack it's really good I l- listened to that when I was younger and I just love his I just love his way of of interviewing I find him real he gets to he gets deep with who he's interviewing but and, and manages to sort of slip in bits about himself as well and it's all very honest and and I think the main thing is there's no pretense around him. and Anyway, I'm really waffling, but but I really would recommend his podcast. Oh, yeah, so, so that's what I was on about, Professor Green. So I listened to the Professor Green episode, and did I tell you this? And Professor Green is one of those... I've always sort of wanted to like his music, but I just don't. I just find, yeah just not a massive fan i think there's a few songs that he's done that i quite like but my god he's um he's podcast with professor green was uh with um Scroobies Pit pick which yeah it was brilliant it was really really good and he was saying oh yeah that's why i've gone on to this he was saying that he's done this this reality tv thing where he was in a confined space for ten days and how 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 it really helped him and he got really he said at first it it was quite stressful, you're like, Well what am I gonna do? and you feel trapped but then you sort of get a, you find yourself at peace with it and start to write and think and and i I'd, I'd love that without any technological distractions. I just think that sounds Absolutely perfect. There was this this reality t- this advert for this reality TV thing I saw not long ago, and I've seen the adverts for it as it's starting to come out now. And I I wondered I I wondered like when they were advertising for people for it, I wondered how that would transfer. So I'm looking forward to seeing what it actually is, and it's where you've got to well essentially. Manipulate the public into voting for you, and it's all done through social media. And I thought it would it would be quite a good thing to do for comedy, but you know you don't know with um, reality TV. It's just a risk, especially if something's brand new. You just don't know how it's going to come out, how you're going to look, how what, what their angle is going to be. Like just look at if you probably heard. Probably oh, won't, hurt if if you're listening from, uh, the US of A, but our big, our celebrity big brother over here, fucking hell, there's this girl called Roxanne Pallet, and it gives me and my friend a bit of faith, because there's this poisonous girl that we know, and, so, well, right, let's, let's start at the beginning, so there's this girl's gone on Big Brother, Roxanne Pallet. And I quite liked her at first, but it was all very... Every time she spoke, she'd pull all these weird faces and I just felt like everything was sort of being acted. And She had a fiance at home and then she was a bit too flirty with this guy that clearly was falling for her in the house. And But, you know, that was that. And then um, Jason Grimshaw from Coronation Street, a.k.a. what's he called? Ryan... Thomas sort of went up to her and give her a sort of playful jab like a boxing 112221 sort of thing and then she's gone ow oh, and he's he's gone oh sorry then sort of tried to give her a hug and then that was that really and then she's gone to the diary room and said that he's just assaulted her And you could just see it was a play fight. But then... So the one thing that was sort of in her defence was that they... I didn't realise that they'd had history. So she went out with his best friend and apparently treated him like shit. So Ryan wasn't really a fan of hers. So it was strange that they weren't talking and then he was sort of play fighting with her. Do you know know what I mean? But you you could just tell he barely touched her. And then... And then, you know, whenever she had a problem with someone, she would go up to them and sort of say, "Have you been doing this, you're doing that. But with him, I think if she'd have just gone up to him and said, why did you do this? He would have gone, well, this is what happened. But she kept going, I don't feel comfortable that you've... To Big Brother saying, I don't feel comfortable that you've left him in the house after what he's done to me. And he got given a warning... But then was kept in a house because he hadn't really done anything wrong. And then she's gone behind his back to everyone saying what he's done. At first she sort of said it in a way like he's he's done something like his bully sexually assaulted her or something. And then and then and then when they've when she said he's hit her, they've asked her to show them what he hit her like, and she's shown but like really differently to what he did. So then everyone's then sort of looked at him differently and started to isolate him, so then he's sort of become isolated and is really upset about it all because he's been given his warning so he knows what's happened, but he's just, like completely confused when he's when he's given it. And then he's he just goes on and he's crying and Yeah, it was just all so sad and it really and then it came out that She's done it before with people she works with, like loads of people that have worked with her before were saying she was poisonous and all of that. One girl, even from her school, like primary school, I think it was, was saying, oh, it's mad how karma comes about, isn't it? Because she she had to leave school because of how much she was being bullied by her, and that's mad. And they're saying it's, it's sort of giving me and my friends a bit of hope because there's this girl that's just poisonous and sort of just goes around leaving a trail of destruction, but never, it's always everyone else's fault. Like if, you know, it's always, if anyone's ever got a problem with her because of what, because of the horrible things she's done, she's sort of like, why have you fallen out with me? It's always like that. Nothing's ever her fault. So it sort of fills you with a bit of faith that even all these years later, you can eventually get, found out and sort of justice will be served but then because i am in two minds with this girl on big brother because because if she's quick to say that these people have assaulted her and stuff like maybe there is some issue that something's happened when she was younger and and if there is then she needs help and i I really hope she gets the help that she does need but then some people just like i remember at school there was this girl that just totally lied about being raped and and i don't know some people just do stuff like that don't they so and then they're saying as well because she because this roxanne palette got her fee was seven hundred and fifty thousand pounds to be on big brother and so people are saying because she ended up quitting oh yeah so what happened was so all this happened and then it was an eviction night and the crowd's chanting to get her out, and then Ryan is just so elated and and happy, that because now he knows, because he's, you know, he must have, if you're being told that you've punched someone, and you haven't seen the footage, you, you're worrying, you don't know exactly what you did, so you're probably getting a bit paranoid, maybe I did do something, maybe my career's over, maybe my life's over, like he's got daughters. like maybe, my life. do you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot then to hear them chanting, get Roxy out, he was like, burst out crying because he knew he was right. And then she couldn't deal with it. And then the guy that she'd been flirting with, he got evicted as well. And then she got all them boos. And then she said to Sally Morgan, they were were chanting, get me out. And and Sally was like, well, yeah, because they've seen what you've been doing. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, and then she left. But I hope she gets her fee because, you know she's not going to work again in a hurry the only the thing because it is she is going to have to monopolize on the hatred for her because that's the only thing she can do unless she's got enough money to sort of it's so when you're in the pub public eye that's all you can do really at the minute she's like the most hated woman in britain people in here are going to want to employ employer in fucking mcdonald's or anywhere do you know what i mean so I hope they give her money so she can dip out and get any help she needs. She'll, put, she'll release a book though. She'll definitely release a book. There'll definitely be issues that that she'll say that she's had, whether whether she does or doesn't. She does. No, I just hope. I just hope she gets the help. No, like imagine, you know, essentially it is. A reality TV show. And there are far worse things you could have done. But imagine that. The whole country against you. Fucking hell. And as well, it's there's so many more layers to it as well. Because the, the, one of the main reasons why it's caused such uproar is, is the fact that it's stuff like this why things happen to girls and then they're not believed It's because of people like her. And that's really sad. Right, my little glockenspiels. Should we have a little gander at your good news? Oh, I'll tell you this first. I went to bloody Accrington on... Um... Oh, my God, right. Did I ever tell you about this bloody man at the train station that I've got this weird relationship because he helped me with his ticket once? But he is getting on my very last nerve. I went to... I went to him... Can I, I went to him, i going to Accrington, and he goes oh there's loads of Pakistani people there, and I went and why would you say that honestly, it's completely baffling Ugh. you just know he voted to leave don't you I just don't get like why you didn't feel the need to anyway. I was gonna say it's a generation thing, but no, it's just a cunty thing that is. Um. So yeah, I went to Accrington and there was at this gig, and it was fun. There's a lot. There's a, there's a word that you dread in comedy, and that is auction. So we all applied for the gig, and then the person that was uh, that sort of booked us half like halfway through the week. So a couple of days before the gig goes, oh, have you decided who's going to do the auction? What the fuck are you to about? Who's going to do the auction? It's Comedy night, uh, stuff like that. It often doesn't work, but luckily, as I got myself in a flap about it for the rest of the week, but it was, it was fine. It was just a, just a few things. One of them was I, uh, uh, they were auctioning off a trip on the in the. Um, audience and backstage on Loose Women, and I thought, bloody hell, I would have loved that when it, it was all kicking off with Kim Woodburn. Have you heard about that? Ugh, oh, them bloody Nolans. bloody. Uh, so, Colleen Nolan and her sister Bernie. Bernie can fuck right off. Bloody right, idiot. Uh, They've got Kim Woodburn, and I love Kim Woodburn. I just think she's hilarious. So, Kim Woodburn comes on Loose Women and she just doesn't give a fuck and she's bloody... She's... So Kim Woodburn's problem is so she was on Big Brother with Colleen and Colleen was all nice and giving her tea and stuff but then was slagging her off behind her back and that's Kim's problem. But Colleen's defence is like I just wanted a peaceful life. But... If Colleen had just... Yeah, well the problem is you can't really sort of like just gently explain to Kim either. But... Anyway, that is that, I guess. So I, I see both sides of that. And they should have gone for a fucking cup of tea and to talk about it off cameras because I think maybe Kim does flare up for the cameras sometimes. But the, pro- the problem was that Bernie piped in and, and, and was just randomly saying, you've got no talent, why are you famous anyway, to Kim. Like, it's, a, it's a bit cop, uh, pot kettle back wind your neck in and then they'd just been promoting about mental health and to look after each other and then and then kim started crying going on about her childhood and just, my god google it said the worst childhood poor old kim would burn and uh and started talking about it and then bernie and colleen were like oh we know and it's just like you don't know the girl was abused and then put into a like a convent and then abused there like and then had to like she had a baby then like buried it and like it's horrible. So yeah, God, it's all been bloody happening and bloody off comes. Had a right old bloody busy busy week in the last week. Fucking Bernie Nolan can fuck right off as far as I'm concerned. Kim burn needs her own TV show. She's absolutely bloody hilarious. Anyway, so news. I had to go for whistle. Then did you see that news? Got my. Oh, I'll tell you this as well at that Accrington gig. There were these guys, and you get them at every gig. So they're sitting right at the back, right from the beginning. They're rolling their eyes, trying to pipe up. Right. And next time I'm going to see it, I'm going to just give them. The address to like, I don't know, I'm going to Google whilst they're there, I'm going to Google the nearest open mic gig and just give it, give it them and just go, go do this. And and then I'll turn up when they go do it, they'll die on their ass and I'll go see, it's not as easy as it looks. Just sick of these meathead looking guys, always guys as well. That think they can do better don't even give people a chance like why have you turned up if you're not going to give someone a chance that's ridiculous although it did make me laugh there's a, so there's this girl john porter and he's opening bit is he's is, he's got cerebral palsy and he and he says i'm i'm not that boy from britain's got talent so he means jack carroll and uh so he said that then he's so then he started his set. It's like, about, I don't know, five, ten minutes in and then this lady comes up from the bar with her drink so she's sort of a bit late to the show and and she goes, <laughs> she shouts out, she goes, is that that guy off Brita Scott's that That's fucking hell. Oh dear. It's my mental health gig tonight so I'm really looking forward to that. And right, let me read your good news. Good news. Goodness. so m shaft says day off today and a good day yesterday at ice skating haha ha. i haven't been for a while so it was interesting low laughy cryy face i fucking love ice skating i get nervous my mum said that she once saw someone cut someone's fingers off i reckon that's just one of those things that everyone says but mum said she's seen it Alex Kendall says, my old gas boiler replaced on Friday with a new one which didn't have a ruddy great hole in it that apparently could have killed us all in our sleep. If it hadn't been located in a poorly constructed and drafty sunroom by the bodge artists that used to own our house. So I'm still alive, which would which some would consider a good thing. Although I'm not sure I'm in agreement with those silly chumps, when you consider our prime minister, the state of he- the head of state, our representative on the world stage, dances like a puppet on a set of strings, held by a businessman with Parkinson's, for the sake of a few African dollars. That's that uh, Theresa May video of her dancing. Have you seen that? Jesus Christ. It absolutely baffles me how, like, no one want, No one voted for her. No one wants her. Re- well, I guess some Tories now don't mind her. In fact, yeah, my boyfriend said he works with someone that said he thought she was doing, oh no, she thought she was doing a, a, a good job. I just can't, I just can't comprehend how you'd think that. That's the mad thing, though, isn't it? That no one really, no one like we didn't have a chance to vote her in, so we just got stuck with this fucking incapable Burke. I'm sorry about your your gas boiler. Honestly, when when people are like like skimming on on stuff like that, it just absolutely baffles me. We've had a right. We thought that the um. That are, there's a hole in our waste pipe so we've just got a fucking garden full of shit that's coming out it's got the plumber around yesterday turns out it's not our part. Cause I was thinking because we're big shitters so I thought surely there'd be loads more shit in the garden but it's the shop downstairs and I guess in it, not many people shit in a shop so that's why but it's still unhygienic and gross Laura Flutterbella Dudley Says, I own a ceramic painting business in Nairsborough. Seen you twice in that there odd little theatre. <laughs> it's a lovely gig that. And yesterday I found out that I've been shortlisted in two categories for the 2018 Mumbler Awards Mumbler's Favorite Party Provider and Business Parent of the Year. Needless to say, I'm smiling my little face off. And you can, if you want to vote for laura you can there's the link on on this post on my page sandra joy says lovely family meal out because the old man finished after 45 work years although he's gonna set up part-time work because gov pension five years away then brilliant day out in lichfield friends and unexpected sunshine i said where'd you go did you go to because Mackenzie's in litchfield is the best steakhouse ever well the mind's all gone tits up remember i was like vegan then vegetarian then vegan now i've had a bit of fish and then i bloody had steak yesterday i tell you i'm an absolute fraud i just i'm gonna be on the because i i'm not a big meat person but i'm just gonna be on the whatever i fancy diet if i fancy something i love it if I won't, I won't. Well, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I found the difficult thing with, like, trying to, like, cook vegan stuff all the time is that every I was, everything was tasting like curry because it was the only way I could get, like, flavour and stuff, really. Alison Colville says, on leaves, went home to Devon and spent time with family, returned to Brom, had dinner with niece and her gorgeous baby lots of cuddles with baby feeling totally chilled she's from dawlish want to go to dawlish always looks so lovely there sarah harrison says i got sectioned this week for mania but the girls on the wards like my dancing to the radio and i've started joining in so when i get out i'm gonna take last less- lessons in ballet or maybe contemporary again fucking love that that you've that you've found something positive, like, you know, let's be honest, being sectioned, that's not the most positive thing, but I love that you're taking something positive for that. And, yeah, so I'm talking about it lots, which I didn't do the two times I got psychosis, so this feels like a healing breakdown, rather than a damaging one, if that makes sense. Not technically bipolar, as they've never formally diagnosed depression, although I have tried when super low. Apparently I can concentrate too well but thought i would share thanks bless her says uh we're an odd little bunch and sometimes folk argue over things that are mostly inside their heads than technically real but i like it here i think i want to get out and see my dog though i'm the only one who knows exactly the right spot for the best scratches bless you sarah and uh we've been sure to let her know that we're all here to chat to her on the page if she if she wants it christine elizabeth says best news ever judy beal uh, Ju- judy beal judy beal judy be and neil brown only got us tickets to playground tuesday because we, we was upset because she, she couldn't get tickets we visited liverpool for the first time ever this weekend and went to the cavern club and to form b point today love it Liverpool folk are so friendly. How's your week been? Yeah, but well, I think it's you, Christine. You're, like, literally the most friendliest lady I've ever met in my life. So I just think people have to be friendly about you. Because if they weren't, well, it would be, like, sort of kicking a happy squirrel. Not that I'm saying you look like a squirrel. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying you look like a squirrel. I got, uh, lovely Georgia, my pal, uh... I got an extras role in a Rosamund Pilcher film in St. Ives, which is being filmed tomorrow morning. Super excited, although not looking forward to the mega early morning, though. That's exciting. Andrew Stavoldale says, Birthday party on Friday night. Met lovely girl, new BFF. Birthday party again last night. Got to show my oldest friend how great Manchester is at night. Today he ran Hatter's Half Marathon and I marshaled it. It's been a good week. Bloody hell, Andrew. Such a social butterfly. What blee? Everyone's had a great week. And life is good going to wrap it up there. Thanks so much, everybody. Get in touch with anything. uh, Don't worry, bipolarhappy at gmail.com. Get in touch with my Facebook page, Twitter page, Bipolar Happy Pod. Thank you, David Harris, for ness. If anyone else wants to support my creative girth, head on over to my Patreon. Thank you. Thank you. This has been episode sixty-two. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.